Hi there. Um, just a quick message before we get into the episode. We've been doing a show on Patreon called After Dark at the Movies, where the After Dark Network team get together and watch a film. And it's like a book club, but for films, and we discuss them. Uh, it's some great work. And we've just done an episode for a kind of Christmas season where we watched Jingle All the Way, and we thought it was hysterical. So if you haven't ever checked it out, because you've not become one of our Patreons, then now's a great time to do so. Uh, if you fancy it, go to patreon.com forward slash dark, and that supports all the shows that we do on the After Dark Network. So, cheers and a Merry Christmas. Hello and welcome to Diz After Dark, a Disney podcast of grown-ups that's not the same as all the others. Each episode, we'll discuss the latest news from both inside and outside Disney parks and resorts, but with an adult twist. All views and opinions are our own, and listener discretion is advised. Please lower your safety restraints, as things may get bumpy. But if you're ready, we'll get started. Hello and welcome to this Christmas edition of Diz After Dark. I am Nick, and uh, this is a, a very special episode uh, for Christmas because not only am I joined by Mr. Dolan, ho, 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 but I'm also joined by Dan, yellow, and Ryan. <laughs> the best one yet um, of the Thing Park Trader. And I mean, that's a little bit, that, that's not. I mean, Ryan's obviously part of Disaster Dark as well. So, but I wanted to kind of give you your plaudits from from your origins. You yeah, know? much much appreciated. Yeah, so we're doing a bit of crossover Christmas. That's it. That's exactly it. So, this is uh, is going to be one half of um, two episodes that we're doing. One is here, the the one you're listening to now. So, don't look for anything else. Uh, and the other one will be found over at Theme Park Trader. And this is. A Christmas episode and just like we did on Discover DLP recently we're going to look at the parts and think of ways that the parts could be improved for the Christmas season so as this is Dis After Dark we thought that we would look at uh, Walt Disney World and on Theme Park Trader we will go and look at Universal's Orlando Resort and uh, yeah that, that's what we're going to do for these episodes but as this is Dis After Dark we can't start talking about Christmas fun until I've asked everybody what they're drinking. So, Mr. D, what are you drinking? Um, hang on a second, I'm just getting out. I've got, a, I'm still on the gin and tonic. Uh, it should be like Advocar or something, shouldn't it, since it's a Christmas episode. But to be fair, I haven't got a Christmas drink either. And we could lie because no one's feeling this, but fair enough. Um, Ryan, what are you drinking? I have got a good old-fashioned British cup of tea, sadly. Classic. I've got the Christmas party this week, so <laughs> I'm uh, avoiding alcohol until then. Yeah, that's that's probably a smart smart decision, if I'm honest. Um, Dan, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I was, I'm pretty sure I was told last time that I'm not allowed to say I'm drinking water, so it's a pint of vodka. There you go. Yeah. I mean, Craig, it was probably Craig that told you that. <laughs> and um, you know he's not here, so we'll let you off. But yeah, a pint of vodka is is obviously very festive. So, um, 
I I bought a drink for another podcast that's coming out in January a few days ago and I didn't manage to drink it while I was recording it. Um, so I've got a bottle of uh, Amigos, which is a tequila flavour beer. And I got it because... Oh, I can't even open it. Because it's uh, a big bottle. It's a five... Uh, a 50 centiliter bottle so it will hopefully last both episodes if not i'm gonna have to go and top myself up so uh merry christmas and cheers cheers ah nice and cold just so you want on a christmas morning so uh as i said we're gonna look at uh disney world and you know what we think they can do to jazz things up for christmas now Disney World actually has a few Christmas-themed overlays, don't they, in the Magic Kingdom? Yes, they do. So we got, sure do. We've got uh, Jingle Cruise. Yep. It's done for Christmas. Is, um, is Tiki Room done for Christmas? I've got in my head that it is, but I don't... No, I don't think it is. No. Why do I think that? That's a weird one. Um, and they do Small World as well, don't they? Um, in Disneyland they do I don't know if they do in Disney World they really not they're really slacking off considering because Disneyland has some great ones because obviously um, it has Haunted Mansion Holiday over there which is the night before Christmas overlay Um, we don't get anything like that in in Disney World so I thought we'd start off first with the Magic Kingdom and did anybody want to go first was there anything in particular that anyone was kind of burning to get out my one was was actually those two that we've just covered off, um, which was the haunted mansion and it's a small world. I, I think I feel like it's insane that for once Disney is not reusing things that they've used in other parks, and in this case, it just seems crazy not to have Nightmare Before Christmas in the haunted mansion and for holidays around the world in it's a small world. It just seems like something that Disney Disney World fans have been calling out for for, for years. And they're just yeah. not doing anything with it. Yeah. yeah I, I I don't really I don't really like the uh, small world Christmas overlay. I've only seen it at Disneyland Paris, but I don't think it's it's very inspiring. But mm. Haunted Mansion Holidays is something completely different, right? I mean that is a, a big deal. And if there's one thing that we've seen over the years, it's just how popular the Nightmare Before Christmas is. Mm. So I don't get why. Is it because of the amount of time it would need to be down for them to do the upgrade and when they'd have to do that upgrade? It does take a long time, I think, doesn't it? So they'd have to compromise the uh, the Halloween parties, which, given it's a haunted mansion, they probably don't want to do. Well, I think it opens in Disneyland, I think, towards the middle of September. Yeah, but I'm not sure how long they have to close it for. Well, we know the Halloween party start in June. <laughs> they probably are next year. Yeah, it's yeah. February next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, I think Dan, have you put to go on a uh, one of Mickey's not so scary Halloween parties when you go in May? <laughs> I should do the tickets. I think the tickets are out soon. I think. Yeah, they must. <laughs> they must be just after Christmas. That sounds yeah. about right. Um, but yeah, that that to me is a bizarre one. I. Re, you know, just just close it down for the last few weeks of the summer. Just get it done. 
Just I think the yeah, completely. Well, you know, surely this is something they could add scene by scene every every night. They wouldn't necessarily need to open all at once, and then you'd slowly start to see that transition, and then eventually it would have that kind of grand opening, maybe um, around Halloween time, and then is the you have the narration from Jack Skellington, or or do it differently, you know, so it doesn't have another version of it, so it doesn't take that amount of time. I mean. They've got yeah. characters like Jack and Sally. You know, you could have some of the ghost hosts as characters from Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. So you could probably do it differently that doesn't need a couple of weeks down. Yeah. Just surprised yeah. they haven't done it. Yeah, even dotting them around, you know, some basic, not even animatronics, mm. but some basic figures around the attraction, I think it would go a long way. Yeah. Just something. I mean, I know the Haunting Mansion is, is considered a classic, but I think it would just be nice for them to to add that overlay to it for Christmas. Um, especially as Christmas seems to get longer each year as well. But uh, Yeah. And also it ties in with Halloween. So it's it not like they, you know, as, as we see in California, it's not like they even have to wait for the Christmas season to start, they actually start doing it in September in time for them to start decorating everything for Halloween. So it's an yeah. overlay, unlike one that's just for Christmas, where you're going to have it for what, seven, eight weeks, maybe. Uh, you know, yeah. this is going to be something you can have for, for months. Yeah. It'd be quite a good tie-in as well, because the new Hallowishes features Nightmare Before Christmas mm. and the castle as part of the Castle Light Show. Yeah, that's very true. That, that- that puppet is absolutely incredible as well. Yeah. It really is. And I'm then you've got Jack and, you know, meet and, G, meet and greet with Jack and Sally. And look how popular that is as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I had a couple, and I was thinking of, uh, the first one was Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Mm-hmm. And I just thought they could just have christmas thing jokes. Yeah. They've done that this year. Have they really? Yeah, no, seriously, they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the first time this year. Yeah, they must have been reading my mind. I mean, you've just got to stick a Christmas hat on, on Mike as well, obviously. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It's only during the Christmas party, I believe, though. Right. Yeah, and not... I, think, I think that's one of the other things that annoys me, actually, is that, I mean, okay, I, I guess we're a bit more sport in, in Disneyland Paris, but there's so much that they seem to do for the private parties that they don't offer during a day. And mm. I get that, you know, they want people to pay the extra charge to go to one of these exclusive parties, but surely the fact that you're going into a quieter park and you're getting free uh, nibbles and, you know, these exclusive meats is enough. Really, the other thing more free stuff. Yeah, the other thing is that I didn't really. I think this year I felt both parties, because I did not see scary and, and Christmas, were too overcrowded. So although the rides were still not not too busy, any of the the free stuff like the the candy or the cookies for Christmas, the queues were just were, were just ridiculous. And trying to get like a good spot for the parade, it was like it's a busy summer's day. They've just sold too many tickets. Mm. And, you know, I don't really want to be paying a hundred dollars again for it to be in an overcrowded park. I think that's just kind of defeats the object for me personally. Mm. Anyway. No, yeah. I, you're paying a premium 
and so for that money you're expecting a bit of a better or different experience to just going in during the day um yeah i mean I'd, I'd, I'd expect to be able to turn up 15 minutes before the parade starts and be able to get a good spot but it was the same as if you were watching the afternoon parade you have you'd have to turn up 45 minutes before it mm. starts to stand a chance of being close to the front which is just ridiculous and I think you've got to be quite lucky as well. Like I remember when we went to Mickey's Not So Scary, we got quite a lot of chocolate or quite a lot mm. of candy. But, um, you know, when you see the amount that some people bring back, it's kind of crazy. And I don't know what they do. Maybe they spend a whole night just trick-or-treating. I don't know. We were, but... there. we were there one year and right at the end of the night because they, have, they told us that they have a certain amount allocated for that party. Right, and at the end of the night, whatever they've got left, they've got to get rid of it, and, right. and they were just tipping stuff into our bags. <laughs> you could have had as much as you wanted. Oh, that's that's what went wrong then, because yeah. I I like almond joy. I'm not afraid to admit it. I like almond joy, so I'd have I'd have been all over that. Mm-hmm. So I know Ryan is obviously a big fan of almond joy. Big fan of coconut chocolate, right? Oh, I was going to say I've never even heard of it. But that's why. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like a bounty, but with an almond. Oh, an almond in it. Yeah, that just makes it. Yeah, worse, I, surely. yeah <laughs> it's I, very I'm weird. not a fan of. I'm not a fan of pe- like peanuts or hazelnuts and chocolate. And peanuts. Whenever I see like M and M's in my bag, I'm like, oh, for God's sake, just give them to Donna straight away. She's like, no, do it later. And I'm like, no, because I need to free up space in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> um. The other one that I thought of, and Ryan's now going to tell me that they're do, already doing it this year as well, is um, is Christmas Space Mountain. I think they are. Oh, yeah, are you, are you joking? I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do that. Oh, man. Like, I mean, I'm guessing what they do is, is what my thought process is, which is like red and green lights. Red and green lights is the music, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they change the music as well. Yeah, they do, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have gone that far. That just seems silly. (laughs) Christmas in space is stupid enough. Christmas in space. What are you suggesting they don't celebrate Christmas in space? I think it depends on what planet you're from. Uh, I don't think we can presume that that every planet celebrates Christmas. I mean, half of our planet doesn't. I mean, that's true. But we do know that some, you know, in space, they celebrate Life Day. Do we learn nothing from Star Wars? That is true. Yeah. Although they're not no. celebrating on Batu anytime soon. Uh, no, no, that's that's it's more money in them. They should be. That's one thing they should be doing. Um yeah. Oh, so that was good. Mine mine were great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you just read like the Disney Parks blog from August. No. <laughs> this, this is this is a problem. See, I thought, do I do that just to make sure? And no, because I'd rather embarrass myself. <laughs> you know, I'm only hosting a podcast about Disney theme parks I know nothing about. So, what's the harm in that? Um, Mr. D, you're going to save the day for me. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin. Yep. Gets rebranded, jingle all the way, Christmas spin. And so you replace the big Buzz Lightyear animatronic with a turbo man. <laughs> And you put that fucker <laughs> Sinbad's face on all the little Zeds and shoot the hell out of him. Because he's so annoying. At the end, it's just Arnie shouting at you, put the cookie down! That's it. <laughs> That's all you need. 
that's all you need. I mean, I feel sorry for those people that didn't hear the, the Jingle All The Way episode of Ask Dark at the Movies on the Patreon channel, but yeah. I mean, that was one of the funniest hours of my life. Um, keeping that film <laughs> apart, I mean... I, as opposed to the hour and a half I spent actually watching the film, <laughs> which wasn't funny at all. Yeah, I mean, if you've never watched it, listen to Don't. that podcast episode instead. <laughs> that's that's more fun than a movie. I, I I almost cried at one point with laughter because yeah. it was tickling me so much. Not the film. Um, <laughs> and I know that one of the defenders is on this podcast, but we'll, we'll leave it there. But that that's not a bad shout. And of course, that is now possible because uh, Jingle All The Way is a Fox film. Yeah. So it's not even a pie in the screen. Well, didn't he? Wasn't he part of that um, that celebrity limo? Superstar limo was it? Oh, the, the terrible attraction in California. Yeah, that lasted like a year or whatever it was. Yeah, I just watched the Imagineering story on that on that park, and oh my god, it was just a train wreck from the start. Yeah, I haven't got up that far yet, but I've done a lot of reading about. Um, you know what happened with that expansion, as well as obviously what happened with um, Disneyland Paris Studios, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen some videos of that attraction, and I mean, I have got no idea who signed that off. I mean, it's, it's just incredible, just incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I I think I'm all for it. I'm all for yeah. it. Good idea, Good. Mr. Dean. Good idea. Right. Um, Dan, hmm. anything you want to Christmas up? I wondered whether you could do something with Mickey's Fill Our Magic. You'd have mm. to get, you'd have to rebrand it, get rid of the Fill Our Magic bit. Um, but you could have Santa's hat. You're chasing that around. Donald's chasing that around all the films. Yeah. You could, there's something there. Yeah. And would you would you change the films so they were Christmas Disney films instead? Uh, I don't think you'd need to. You could. You could. There's probably a couple that you could drop in, but you could probably, you know, save a bit and uh, keep some of them in. Yeah, there's yeah. some good um, Chip and Dale shorts around, like Christmas trees and things that you could put in there. Especially with yeah. Don- Donald, who hates their guts anyway. True. Yeah. But I mean, there's been quite a lot of Disney, you know, Christmas cartoons, hasn't there? I mean, you know, Mickey's mm-hmm. Funny's Christmas Carol. Then there's once and twice upon a Christmas as well, which are all like oh, Disney. Mum's Christmas Carol. Yeah, well that's uh, an animated, save that. but yeah, save that. Okay, uh, save stealing it. my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, my my biggest problem, although I've kind of rescinded on it a little bit now, my daughter's seen it. But um, you know, with with Phil Magic, is the fact that the the films that are featured in it are now quite old Disney films, like you know, some of them are thirty years old. Yeah. So, you know, I think it'd be quite nice if there was a bit of a change to it. Yeah. But then most of the films I've just mentioned are are equally as old. So it wouldn't solve that problem. But that said, just I think it's a good idea. Yeah, freshen it up. Yeah. Sure, Ryan would like to see Frozen in there, right? No. No, Hedry's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, just let it go, time. guys. Just let it go. See? Yeah. See what I'm saying? That's uh, that's my favourite joke in Zootopia or Zootropolis when uh, when Idris Elba's uh, I don't know what it is like a a ball or something I can't remember he plays like the chief of police and he makes a joke yeah and the punchline he makes a joke about like people singing songs in the snow or something and the punchline is let it go yeah 
It's very good. Oh, I don't even remember that. I'm gonna have to rewatch I don't it. Remember that. I, I watched it. I, I rewatched it the other day with my son because um, it just came on uh, Disney Plus, no Disney Life. And um, after we'd watched something else, and I thought, oh, I haven't watched this for a while. I'll watch it, and um, yeah, I think that film holds up. I think it's quite underrated, actually. I think there's quite oh, really? a lot of okay. good jokes in it. Yeah, I thought it's good. also more van. Um, I, I think more rise for a sequel than Frozen was. Yes. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. I, I, I'd actually quite like the series, actually. If I'm honest, I think it would have made quite a good Disney series. But yeah. there we go. Um. Dan, was there any other things you, you had in the Magic Kingdom? Or was it just that one? It was a very good one, so don't feel it's, obliged. That's the only one I've got in Magic Kingdom for now. Okay. Okay. Any more for any more before we move on? No. In that case, um, Ryan, we're going to come to your favourite place in the world, in, in that world, yes. uh, Epcot, of course. I've got you a good must one. have some ideas. Soaring around the holidays. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Thunder stealing again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two people got it. That means it should happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, th- I'm thinking you just go, you know, you go to some of the snow-capped places of the, of the world, some ski resorts, nice places yeah. in Switzerland. Um, you get the, the smells would be like hot cocoa, Mold wine, pine yeah. trees. Oh, it'd be lovely. And then you could end in Epcot at Christmas. Yeah. So my, well, my, and you could start, this This was mine. So I'll just build on yours if I may. Yes. Start in the North Pole, but at the, at the front of the film, it's like you're behind the reindeer the whole time. Oh, that's oh, good. You know I mean, instead of being in a hang glider. Nice. And then at one point you go across Everest. And there's a Yeti on the top of Everest. Oh. There's moving. a lot of little hairbands up there as well. Is, is, is the Yeti moving? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Yeti is moving to some extent. Disco lights. There is, a, there is a strobe light <laughs> on the top of it. <laughs> yeah. Just in case a plane hits it or something like that. Yeah. No, oh, I, think, I love that. I think that's a cracking idea. And I think, yeah, you, you've obviously both thought about it from different angles. But yeah, I think collectively that that really works and it's going to be sign this up immediately for imagineering well it's got to be quite it's got to be quite simple really because all it is 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 film footage isn't it so you just run yeah. a different film yeah. yeah that's all it is definitely and i can't imagine the smells being that difficult to replace because they, they must just be like um files that they had or pumps that they have to replace and, and yeah. fill up anyway yeah that's yeah. right yeah, yeah. They can do it in Yankee Candle. They can do it in Sora. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's our pitch. That's it. We need to get earrings. We need to get Yankee Candle. Yeah, we need to get long dangly earrings when we be in there. Imagineering. Yeah, we'll make sure there's snowflakes. I reckon we stand a good chance. That's good. You could have. You could actually have like artificial, you know, snowflakes. Couldn't you? Coming down as well. Oh, exactly. Because they've got that. They've got that on Main Street during the Christmas party. Yeah. Do they use like the the kind of foamy stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. yeah. So I mean, the thing is as well, it doesn't last very long on the ground, does it? Yeah. So yeah. it would probably you it would probably mostly disappear when you're yeah. taking guests out anyway before loading the yeah. next ones in. Do you know what I mean? So it's it it won't ever look 
on the floor. Like it won't spoil the illusion on the floor because no, it will probably no, no. disappear by the time you've loaded it up again. So yeah. you know what? I think we've just come up with there's, there's no there's no suggestion that's going to beat this. There's, there's, yeah, <laughs> it could be it could be a winner. <laughs> we'll yeah, let this actually, to decide. It, it, it yeah. will be because. <laughs> I mean, I think as great as Epcot is, it doesn't. I don't think it really lends itself to too many things you could really kind of festive up. Um, I was thinking of um, taking Frozen Ever After. Yeah, uh, that that's as far as I got because I mean, it's one. obviously quite snowy anyway. No, um, I was I was thinking um, with the Disney Pixar Short Film Festival again, kind of just replacing something in there. And I've got to say, one of the most impressive 3D films I've seen at the cinema is that Jim Carrey um, Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. Because, um, especially near the beginning of it, it's, you know, the camera kind of swoops around Victorian London. Yeah. Mm. You've got the snow coming down as well. And so I think um, they should show some experts from that. Um, just as a different film, because yes, yeah, nice idea. It's not, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know how popular that that theatre gets nowadays, but I can't imagine it gets too many people. So, and again, it, you know, like soaring because it's a film, it's mm-hmm. quite easy to replace. It's already yeah. in 3D, so you don't have to do anything else to it. Um, the only thing you might want to do is add some 4D effects or something. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that that'd be quite a, a nice little change that probably wouldn't cost too much money. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> the other one I had would cost a bit bit more money, but I still think it's possible. And that is Tess Slay. Oh, I, I had the same idea. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let no, Dan, you cover no it off. Try it with ABS or Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so, go, so go on, Dan. How, how would you do Tess Slay? Because I'm... I mean, despite the fact it sounds awfully like a European chocolate manufacturer, um, you know, <laughs> what, what was your kind of like thinking you could do to this attraction? Tesla wow. sponsored by Nestle. There you go. <laughs> Sorted. Um, I mean, I was just going to keep it simple and you could design your own sleigh. And I mean, they can still keep the kind of <laughs> the economic and performance stats, mm-hmm. just do everything like that. Um, and, you know, you could, you could, um, they could obviously Christmas up some of the scenes as you're going around and things like that. Yeah. Put a hat but, on a dummy, that kind of thing. Exactly. It kind yeah. of, it feels like it would be a relatively cheap overlay to do. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Uh, the, the only difference with mine is that I would, mm. so I, I agree, I was going to um, change the stats slightly so that the winner would be able to deliver more presents than the other cars, with the sleighs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be that would be my only difference. I've got to say, now you've both said it, and I think it's a a great idea, and I can kind of see where you're going. I would actually go all out. I would stick a fiberglass frame around the car to change the, yeah. the front and the back of it to look like a sleigh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, you like, you, that's not going to cost them much. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna change the you can't change the ride vehicle because the ride vehicle works, but if you add onto it a lightweight 
you know, bit that just changes the shape of it, the seats will all be the same, anything like that. It'll just look like a slave as you go around. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. I mean, can it work? I don't know, but I'd like to see it work. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> this is a wouldn't this. I wouldn't be in the first test sleigh that goes wrong that track at 60 mils no <laughs> the whole oh, thing just flies off yeah <laughs> where's, your, where's your sense of adventure gone Mr. Day that'd be that'd be bad for your elf oh, oh. <laughs> Look, to, to be fair we're we're like 30 odd minutes into this episode and that's that's the first real pun. yeah so that's not too bad that that is the kind of joke I expect to see or hear at the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping that's what they're putting out there. Um, but uh, did anyone else have anything else in Epcot that they thought would be right for the picking? A couple of little things, more more sort of just for for visuals. But um, Spaceship Earth, you know, you could you could project because in the past they projected like um, Mikey's face on there. You could project it to be like just one massive Christmas bauble. Mm, right, like a laser show, and then living with the land. I think that's. I think there's some scenes in that, particularly the house scene with the dog and stuff like that. You know, that could be all Christmas stuff. They've uh, they've done living with the land this year. Um, oh yeah, but they they've only done the greenhouses, so they've not done anything before that. But they've decorated right. the greenhouses with like Christmas lights and stuff. So when you ride at night, it looks quite yeah. Christmassy. Oh, there you go. That's cool. But. Yeah, I, I I don't. I was surprised they didn't do any of the scenes before that because the house would be perfect, as you said. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I, I mean, I like living with the land anyway. I'm I'm with Ryan on that. I think it's a very underrated mm. attraction. So, um, I'm glad they've done something yeah. there. Actually, you could have like um, a Brussels sprouts tree in one of the greenhouses. Oh come on! Well, it's, the only time, that. it's the only time everybody gets the Brussels sprouts out is at Christmas. I love Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Yeah, that's my soundbite for the week. Um, <laughs> I, I liked your idea about projection on, on uh, Spaceship Earth. What I thought they could do, um, and this is kind of going back a little bit, but they could kind of turn it into a snow globe with mm-hmm. um, Knickknack. Do you remember that little yeah. Pixar short from back in the day? Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking yeah. about the guy from uh, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> the plane, the plane. <laughs> um, it's the Bond. Snow, snow globe with floating Knickknack in it. Oh yeah, sorry, Mr. sorry. Bond, Mr. Bond. Yeah, the, the plane, the plane was when he was tattoo on Fancy <laughs> Island, wasn't it? Not James Bond. Yeah. Um, look, you know, h- how many other podcasts about Disney do you get to um, have a references? I can't remember his surname. It's all boys. Yeah. Good point. There's no other podcast. No, I don't think there is. Yeah. I, if there is, please point them out because I want to listen to it. Mm. Not enough people talk about Herve. Um no, I like I like that. Um, but yeah, I just thought because, um, you know, it could be more animated that way. They could probably get him to actually do stuff. So rather than it be just a static projection, they could it could probably be like an animated one where there's like a, a short kind of, um, you know, maybe five minutes or so like of footage that just kind of like plays on a loop, but with him actually doing something yeah. in a snow globe. Um, but I like that little short, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's what I had. Um, did anyone else have anything for for Epcot? No, I think that's it for me. Yeah, me too. Right. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Right. In that case, where should we go next? Uh, I suppose we should go to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Right. So, did anyone want to kick off with uh, Hollywood Studios? I think Mr. D's got to start this one. We don't, I don't want to ruin it for him again. I, I, don't, I don't know so much on this one because so much of it is Star Wars related now and they don't celebrate Christmas in space as we've already They we've do, already they celebrate Life Day. Like, Disney cannot just hide that away. They've already mentioned it in The Mandalorian, so it's definitely canon. Life Day. Yeah. Okay. Have you never seen the um, the Star Wars holiday special from 1978? Uh, Star Wars, isn't it? I mean, it, it's awful. Yeah. But yeah, that's their festivities, Life Day, and they mentioned it in the first episode of The Mandalorian. Spoilers yeah. for anyone too lazy to VPN The Mandalorian. It's the most watched show in the world. If you're not watching it, why aren't you watching it, basically? Yeah. So the um, we touched on it then. So um, Muppet Vision 3D, you've got one of the best Christmas movies in Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. So it means it means a new movie, but it's a it's a 3D movie based on Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, in the 3D vision. Why can't they just? They don't need to do a new film. They've got the film. Why do they not just, you know, do it as like a sing along, like they do with um, Frozen? Yeah, you could do that. Frozen previously, you know, there's enough musical numbers in there. Just do yeah. a, a few of the of the big numbers. You just want some cheap 3D tricks, yeah, as well. Yeah, and also that means Waldo wouldn't be in it. Yeah, so instantly yeah, it's improved. I, yeah. I, I always say that the best part about that is is the pre-show. If you can get there just as a pre-show oh, is starting, yeah. it's far superior to the actual show. Yeah, it's really clever. It's like peak Muppets. Yeah, yeah I mean, I. I do like Muppet Vision. Um, I, I'd obviously oh, not yeah, seen it. it in a long time until I went this year, but it it does feel at this stage that you know again it's a, it's a thirty year old attraction. It's other than the film being remastered, it's never it's never really changed. Um, and I know you know the sentimental reasons why it's it's kept in that original format, but um, you know I, I wouldn't be sad for it to to close out or for them to just update it mm-hmm. you know if they were going to take them up it seriously again i mean they don't seem to know what to do with that franchise they keep yeah. tinkering with it don't they and then giving up but um you know if they were going to do something really serious then it would it would make it would make sense to do something like that so but no i think that's uh i think it's a very a very yeah. good shout and then the only other one was Indiana Jones office Christmas party stunt spectacular, and you can uh, you can make up Christmas, your own Christmas <laughs> musical. Christmas musical with the Nazis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, look! If there's one thing we learned from the producers is that you can make a good musical featuring the Nazis, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. And, and it's pretty simple, you know. Indiana Jones and his friends meet up with the Christmas meet up at the Christmas party with the Nazis. Everybody has a bit to drink. A bit too much to drink, and a massive balmy breaks up. Yeah. Lots of stunts, you know. People falling through windows. And I mean, <laughs> you all you're doing is asking Indiana Jones to replace one iconic hat with another one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I don't see the problem with that. Um, Dan, do you have uh, anything that uh, you wanted to to reveal? Uh-huh. 
think my only one for Hollywood was uh, a Toy Story Midway Mania overlay. Mm. I think that's prime for like just switching the scenes. You can throw snowballs at the targets and stuff like that. You could oh. hoop Christmas hats on instead of the instead of the rings. Yeah. Um, you know that it seems prime for it. Yeah. And I love that ride. So. Yeah, it's great. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan, and like you say, it's something that makes sense because each one of those games has something different that you're firing anyway. Yeah, it fits. So, it? And yeah, and you know, Toy Story is aimed at smaller kids, so you know, it fits quite nicely with the Christmas theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good I, 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 that's a bad shout at all. That's really good. Um, Ryan, did you have any? I had the Midway Mania one. But um, <laughs> that was my serious one. And my, my less serious one, although the more I think about it, the more I think they should do it, is uh, Steve Tyler's Christmas Adventure. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Where he, he takes you on a wonderful Christmas high-speed journey through downtown yeah. LA. <laughs> and all the, all the um, fiberglass sleighs that we didn't use on Test Track, you stick it on the uh, rock roller coaster cars. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just and the front and back, it's fine. We could go wrong. And you get an Aerosmith rendition of Driving Home for Christmas. <laughs> well, I mean, let's not forget that Aerosmith have done a Christmas song for a Christmas movie. Have they? Yeah. Did they, not, movie. Did, they not, did they not do the, the song at the end of uh, the Polar Express? Did they? Hey? I'm Google. Polar Express. <laughs> Does the, I, I, mean, I, I thought that film ended with like um, a Steve Tyler elf. Well, it looks like it's something. Google is finding something out. I don't know. I'm going to have to go. I'm, I mean, I, I, you're now making me think that I'm mad. But, <laughs> Steven Tyler and Friends, Polar Express. Yeah. On top of the world. Yeah. So, so it's not Aerosmith, it's just Steven, just Steven is it? Steven Tyler and Friends. Right. Well, I mean, you know, are you are you suggesting that they're not, you know, that the the band Aerosmith are not his friends? I don't think they're our friends, are they? <laughs> well, no, I think they're talking for the money. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. I mean, it, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I think the Polar Express is quite a weird film, anyway. Um, yeah, it is. Like Tom Hanks just crops up all over the place. <laughs> that's not a bit that I think is weird. I think that just the whole thing is weird, like the. The dead-eyed animation and and all sorts is just just utterly bizarre. Well, no, the bit that's weird for me is that he, he he suddenly becomes a homeless man at the front of the train, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, you, know, he... you know, the Polar Express originally was written for uh, Dennis Waterman, and uh, he dropped out due to scheduling conflicts because he wanted to play all the characters. So he wanted to write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. It's the only thing Tom <laughs> Tom Hanks can do. So um, you know. That just gives you. I mean, that that may or may not be true. I don't know. You'd have to Google it. But uh, yeah, mm. if you've if you've never had the the luxury of seeing Steven Tyler Elf at the end of the Polar Express, I mean, it, it's it's something. It's it's, it's yeah. one of those things. Was he, in, was he in the movie or was it just the stage show? There's a lot of stuff coming up about him being in the stage show. No, no, no. Definitely in the film. He was in the movie as well, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's um. It's yeah. I mean, I've I've got a. a 
clip of the on, on YouTube, found a clip of it on YouTube. So it's yeah. definitely real. And he's of course he's he's got kind of like elf ears because it's his it, kids. He's an elf. Looks like so. his kids sang in it as well. Liv. Oh Mia Taylor. Interesting. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen the Pilot Express, but yeah, it's so. a good film. I like it. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I quite like it. But uh, yeah, Steve, Stephen Tyler's Christmas Adventure. Um, yeah, right. I'm in. There you go. I'd get a fast pass for that. Hang on a I, second. I, I, I don't know who wouldn't. Isn't um, isn't the oh god? I'm going to give away my my idea. Um, I was going to say, isn't uh, Nakatomi Plaza in downtown LA? Oh, it is, I yeah. think it is, yeah. yeah. It is. Which is a good segue into my suggestion, um, the Nakatomi Plaza Tower of Terror. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. I know we don't spend a lot of time in the lift shafts in Nakatomi Plaza. We do a bit. You know, he yeah. does use those to get around uh, some of the floors that aren't accessible. But, uh, yeah, I just think now that Disney own uh, the rights of Die Hard, and it is mm-hmm. a Christmas film, um, that they shouldn't change a few of the scenes in in that. I think um, I completely agree. And one seat of every elevator should be reserved for a dummy sitting there with a jumper that says, now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I mean, that does happen in the lift and it's one of the, you know, real exactly. Christmassy scene. Exactly. You know, throw, that, if anything, that's of... the scene that proves it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, throw a bit of, um, you know, fake glass on the floor as you step in. You don't want anyone to really cut their feet up, but, you know, just to add to the authenticity. Just yeah. in the background, you hear a, shoot the glass. Well, yeah, they have that breaking window, don't they? There you go. Exactly. So just before yeah. that happens, shoot the glass. <laughs> and, you know, just, just change some of the drop sequences so that, you know, you don't go from the top because obviously the, the top is, um, you know, looking outside of the park, but, you know, go a couple of levels down and that can be where you are staring into the eyes of Hans Gruber as he starts to fall and then you fall along with him. Well, yeah, as as the doors open, you see Hans Gruber fall, fall down. I tell you what, though, in all yeah. of those scenes that we just mentioned, it's Hans Gruber who's in them. So maybe the elevator is, you are Hans whole way <sighs> it's the How alan rickman attraction we never knew we re- we needed <laughs> oh man i'm on board with that <laughs> mm-hmm. um were there were there any i mean look what's the point i mean no one's gonna top that but uh, did anyone else have any other ideas <laughs> before we move on no 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 i mean I, the only thing that i could think of is is maybe kind of jazzing phantasmic up for christmas Adding a few nice. more, adding a few, a few different songs into it. But yeah, I like that. That's it, really. Um, all right, let's move over to Animal Kingdom. Dan, mm. go on. I'll let you go first. Oh, see, I struggle with Animal Kingdom. A lot of people do. I mean, <laughs> we've we've already touched. You could easily probably do something with Everest. Um, yeah, because I, I know you were talking about. Um, having the the yeti uh in soaring wasn't it yeah um, yeah so you could easily do some overlay with everest you've already got all the snow that's half the job done yeah um there's there's potential there but i, I haven't fleshed it out let's give him a christmas out i mean it's not coming off is he it? because it's not moving <laughs> it's true mm-hmm. 
I mean, I was thinking you could probably, you know, you know when um, the track ends, you know, the track mm. is broken up and you start to go oh, yeah. backwards, and that's where everybody likes to flick hairbands because, you know, people are tossers. Um, maybe hanging some stockings up. Yeah. Yes, that's nice. Idea, just, a few, just a few festive stockings. Yeah. Or you can have like a dead Santa who's been attacked by the Yeti. <laughs> just blood I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, you know. We're well, not universal, mate. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, Dan, I, I like it. I you think don't think it's going to fit in Disney, though, do you? I don't think it's really on brand. Damn it. <laughs> not yeah. about Hans Gruber, is. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Technically, is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah look, look. Look, Hans Gruber dying is not the same as Father Christmas being mauled by a Yeti. Hans Gruber plunging to his death is not. I to see the difference. Yeah, you don't see it because you are That's Hans. family friendly. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, uh, I thought, do they do much with the Tree of Life? They do, yeah. Because that's. I was Only recently. Like, yeah, because I, I hadn't seen anything before and I thought, you know, that that's another thing they could really kind of do something with. Because, yeah. I mean, what's Christmas without a Christmas tree? I know it's a completely yeah. different tree, but come on. They do Christmas some pretty awesome projections on it now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where the, the animals come to life on the TV, uh, on the yeah. TV, on the um, tree, and like a little Christmas story plays out and there's like three or four different variants of it. Oh, they're really nice as well really well done yeah they could easily use uh, like projection mapping couldn't they to make it look like a Christmas tree even if it's just like temp- you know for just a five minute bit yeah 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 I think so um, but I mean again a bit like Star Wars um, we don't really know what they do in Pandora for Christmas do we they put a really crappy beard on one of the mechs I think that's what yeah, doing. I did. I did see that, and I couldn't work out what. The, well, I mean, I, I, I guessed it was thing to Christmas, but I mean, I mean, it's that, terrible. That's, yeah, yeah. Animal Kingdom this year is beautiful at Christmas. Like it's they've done such a good job in Dino Land and um, Discovery Island. I want to say. Um, so I was like, oh, I wonder what they've done in Pandora because I've heard they they've done it for most of the park, and it's just literally just that that a Santa hat and a beard and. That's it. Maybe they're still trying to bring Christmas to Pandora. They haven't fully colonised it yet, so... No. Could they they do, say it's a Cali River Rapids, where they change the storyline so it's not depressing? Just for Christmas? Instead of of, uh, logging for the forest, you're cutting down a Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just make it a bit nice for once, you know? That ride is like um, the Lorax. It's just a bit of a bummer. Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're going on a, on a crazy river journey to cut down a really nice Christmas tree. <laughs> That's lovely, isn't it, I think? It's, it's oh, a much nicer message. What company did Christmas Vacation? Does Disney own them now? Uh, the Vacation Films... I think they might be Warner Brother, actually. Oh, that's a shame. Because you, you could theme it to uh, the Christmas vacation scene where they all go and get the Christmas tree. That'd be quite mm. nice. I've, I've been yeah. really struggling to think of... 
you know, because one of the big Disney Christmas kind of franchises is, or was at least, the Santa Claus. Mm. But I've just not been yeah. able to figure out where I could like add it in, really. Mm. Well, Unless, I mean, Tim Allen really only fits in where where you've got the um, the sniffer dogs at the start of the park. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry, it's been a few years, I know. It's, it's been a, quite a few in, years, but... That was in poor taste. Mm. <laughs> Did a crime, did a time. Um, unless, of course, you you did something like you replaced Finding Nemo the musical, and like did a Santa Claus the musical instead. I'm yeah, sure I like can't that. Can't be too hard to do something like that. Just just a Christmas show. I mean, again, Finding Nemo, and it is you know I actually think Finding Nemo is one of the better of those in park live experiences that they do. Mm. I think it's quite well yeah. done. Um, yeah. But. Um, yeah, you know, just just take it out for a few months. Give the performers a rest. Their arms must be quite tired with those puppets, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's put Tim Allen on stage, but he doesn't do much else, does he? Um, it's like a stand-up routine. Yeah, he... Um, <laughs> That's quite dangerous. <laughs> 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 I think, didn't, didn't he come out and do something quite controversial recently? Like, I, I don't want to say, like, he came out Story for Trump, but... No, come on, Ryan. Some people like Toy Story 4. You've not seen it. Exactly. You can't say nothing. Um, I'm sure he came out and said something quite controversial. I don't want to say it was about Trump, but it was something along those lines where people were kind of a little bit about him. I think it was around about the time of Toy Story 4. It It was during a press interview, I think. Yeah. I I can't remember exactly what he said, but I know know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not going to type in Tim Tim Allen trouble because, again, that will just lead us back to what Ryan was saying. There are three million results in Google. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mr. D, did you you have any others? Uh, Not so much for the Animal Kingdom. I mean, you've got the the Up the Bird Adventure. You could theme that on turkeys. But like you have a boring, just a a whole show full of turkeys. Probably Uh, better than what they've already got. Yes, sponsored by Paxo. (laughs) (laughs) So no, other than that, I didn't have too much. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out something for the safari, but that's the problem, really. I mean, you don't really associate Christmas with blazing hot Africa. Um, No, and it's really hard getting. You know that they they are able to do it in the uh, the Jingle Cruise because the animals there, spoiler alert, aren't actually real. So it's quite what? easy for them to, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, they're, maybe they're just very good actors. They might just be very good actors, but you do tend to find those animals um, uh, on that on that, um, on that that journey are a little bit more, uh, they're, they're not as well behaved, a little bit more no. wild, I would say, on Kilimanjaro Safari. So you, you probably can't get them wearing Christmas hats and Father Christmas coats and stuff. Disney I've heard that Joe crap for doing that. I, yeah, I've heard mm. that Joe Rody is quite against people stapling Christmas hats to wildebeest. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man with that massive hole in his ear. <laughs> well, <laughs> hot cooling kettle. <laughs> I think he's got a kettle on there, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> I think it's on one of his charm braces. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, did anyone else have anything else for Animal Kingdom? Uh, the only one I would say actually is 
any excuse to get rid of Rivers of Light and put some kind of Christmas thing in there would be welcomed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thought. You know, it's yeah. just quite a simple projection show, so I think putting a Christmas theme to it would work quite easily. They could and it just needs... place a Santa Claus on the on the water. That's the problem with Rivers of Light. It it needs something else. It needs some some kind of character. So that would actually be pretty good. Because it is quite a nice show. It's just but it's just like the background to a show and there's nothing central. Yeah, there's nothing else, yeah, nothing else going on, is there? No. So yeah, that could be good. Um I was gonna just touch on to Disney Springs briefly. Um not that there's many attractions there, but I did think that um, they could add something to the void. And I would have gone with um, something to do prep and landing. Mm. Because, I mean, I know I know they have the uh, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam show um, at Hollywood it's Studios. It's Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. That's true. Bam. That's very true. I, and I should know that because I've seen that show quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I like those guys, and um, I think with the with what you use the void with, I think that'd be quite good. You know, you know, you've got a, you know, you're on some adventure and you're trying to mark out where uh, Santa's going to land his sleigh, and you're probably attacked by cats or something. I think it could could work out quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. You know what? I watched Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, or Bam this year. And I thought it was shite. So I think um <laughs> shite. I think I much... <laughs> jingle bell, jingle, shite. shite. <laughs> um so yeah, I think I like the void idea. Yeah. I mean I just I, I really like those two prep and landing shorts that they did. I think it, it probably had a lot more legs than it did. And I think it's a shame that it's reduced to that poor show in Hollywood Studios. It was, awful. It was really bad. I mean, I've only seen it on YouTube. I've never been there at Christmas, but yeah, I remember seeing it and going, "Oh, okay." This feels like an. It's a shame because I, I hadn't watched it before, and I, it'd been quite hyped by people, and obviously the overexcited Imagineer who thinks that's how you pronounce "bam." But yeah, seeing it in person, I was like, "Oh, that's that's not great." Yeah, I know it's it's not it's not the Imagineer's voice. Um, it's uh, Rob Rob Riggle plays the brother of one of the elves and th- that's his catchphrase ah uh, you know see, what, i haven't seen the shorts right and if if you know what rob Rigg, who rob riggle is then you know that's how he does stuff anyway he's the no, guy in the uh, step brothers that goes pow right so um yeah it's, it, uh, you know i'll give them um i'll say the imaginary on that one it's not it's not their fault he said in such a stupid way it's rob riggles but um, yeah, I do recommend if you've never seen them, and if you're listening, if you've never seen them, they are really good. They're only about twenty-five minutes. They they were designed to be Christmas specials in the same way that Charlie Brown and the Grinch is at Christmas on American Zelly. Um, but they're I, I think they're both pretty good. The first one's better than the, the sequel, but it's quite a nice little idea what they do there. So, um, yeah. but. Did, did anyone else have any ideas about uh, Disney Springs? Uh, yeah. Either Disney Springs or one of the nicer, well, prettier resorts like the Grand Floridian. But I think they should bring back the Osborne Christmas lights and, and decorate 100%. something like the Grand Floridian 
Maybe not the Grand Floridian because it's a bit on market. They probably wouldn't like that. They're a bit too tacky, but could be Disney Springs. And again, you know, makes sense from a business point of view because it would it would get people to Disney Springs, wouldn't it? That's that's a good point, actually, because I suppose with the Osborne Spectacle of Lights where it was, people mm. were going to be paying to go to that park regardless. They're not paying to, um, yeah. to just go and see those lights get turned on. And you're not going to pay to see them at Disney Springs. However, if you're going there for it, you're probably going to stick around, yeah. get something to eat, do some mm-hmm. shopping, all extra yeah. longer, in it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's quite funny. I was talking about that. I think on Universe After Dark last week. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was that on that that I was talking about the Osborne Spectacle of Lights, what? but. Um, that was yeah. mind blowing seeing that in person. I, I I'll never forget that. That was it was the yeah. last year it was there, and my first time ever seeing it, and it was just absolutely incredible. And mm-hmm. to see it gone when Disney World has so much space in which to host it is just such a disappointment. It is right, and you can't believe with modern LED technology, it wouldn't be that expensive or that difficult. I mean, because in those days it was bulbs, wasn't it? It was it was yeah. little normal very light bulbs and you can imagine it'd be a nightmare trying to you know sort of like that thing one of the bulbs goes and the whole thing goes up well you say you say that it probably wouldn't cost much nowadays mr d but have you seen the price of a hue light bulb where are we going from poundland i'd like 10 million lights please <laughs> oh you're going to need a trolley for that son yeah, it was. I don't, um, I don't know how much that comes to, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pound, isn't it? <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't get the joke. They wouldn't get it. I um, I I never saw it in person because every time that I was there, it was they were setting up for the Osborne lights, but I was never there after it had started. Yeah. So it was only recently that I saw some videos. I think it was the last year it was on that I was watching videos from. Um, but yeah, as you as you said, Ryan, it's it looked really really impressive. We saw it once. It's, it's, we, were, we were there Christmas night, two thousand and five, two thousand five, and it was great. It was really good. Yeah, I can imagine that that's it, that must be a perfect way to to see it. Perfect time to see. I think it. it's one. Of, it's it's probably got me into the Christmas spirit more than perhaps anything else I've ever seen, Muppets yeah. Christmas Carol included. Wow. Yeah. It really is just stunning. Um, Dan, anything from, from you? Uh, not for Springs, I don't think. I think uh, that was a bit of a curveball. I wasn't expecting Springs. <laughs> I, like to, I like to, you know, just, <laughs> you know, throw curveballs out. Gets you thinking. But no, I mean, I don't. I mean, there's not much at Springs, is there? That's 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 the thing. So, Mainly. what do you mean? The there's, the N, there's the NBA experience. Oh, <laughs> wow! Of course, hey Ryan, maybe they could stick all the Osborne lights in there, just to give you the to pay in to go in. <laughs> just yeah, just we, we, one, just torch the place one big light. <laughs> one night only. One night only. <laughs> Bonfires We've painted all the basketballs to make it look like baubles. <laughs> Anything to get them in there. That's what I say. Um, but I think I think that's it for the world. Um, I think we've covered all the 
the parks off unless anyone wanted to have a suggestion for one of the water parks. Uh, Blizzard Beach is Blizzard Beach, isn't it? Pretty, it's already got pretty, Christmas Crazy Golf. Yeah, yeah and they're pretty Probably closed well. that season anyway, aren't they? Yeah. Closed down for Christmas, so. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll, we'll leave those, as Ryan pointed out. Blizzard Beach well, is, got, is Christmas all year round. Well, you got Winterland, Summer, Summerland, Crazy Golf yeah. as well. Mini yeah, golf, great that's, that's all Christmas themed. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll leave those. So um, we'll we'll stop talking about Disney and uh, we'll wrap this episode up. So thank you, Ryan and Dan, for joining us from Theme Park Trader. Thank you, Mr. D, for joining us from this podcast. And I'm not going to plug your podcast properly because I'm going to tell everyone that part two of this, where we look at Universal, is going to be available on Theme Park Trader podcast theme at the same time that this episode drops so you now you've you stopped listening to you. it well i know and i've been cheeky christmas to... teas <laughs> yeah i'll oh, stuff it um so that's it this episode is done um go and download the theme park trader i'm sure most of you are subscribers to it anyway but if you're not go and download it because we will join you all over there very shortly and um i just wanted to uh this moment wish all our listeners a very merry christmas thank you for your continued support over this last year it's been an amazing year and um wish you all good luck and good health for 2020 and we will see you at the beginning of january for another biz after dark merry christmas happy christmas Where's the sprouts? Don't buy your kids stuff for Christmas. Buy them memories with a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Maritime cruise. Hi, I'm Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. Christmas is one of the most magical times of the year for a Disney vacation, but it can also be the busiest and the most expensive if you don't plan it right. So contact me to take care of all of those details for you and do your complete itinerary planning. My services are free to you and mention this ad for $25 off your deposit. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Why? Because we like you. Kick it! Can't get enough, can't get enough! He's the one, two, three! Mickey Mania! Never gonna end! Mickey Mania! You're my, you're my, you're my Mickey Mania! He's really a nice mouse. He sure is! Now hold on, move it, live it up, prove it, give it a rock, a house with a mouse! This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.